Our first and only transfer market casualty has arrived. What does it exactly mean and how big is it? It's only one person, right? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. Yes, uh, slightly under the weather here. So yesterday we were going to do a big deep dive into some of the recruiting stuff, but we had some news pop today, and I want to make sure that we give all of the recruiting stuff the right amount of of platform, right? We want to give it its own space. So today we're going to talk about the one, the first, the only transfer for Oklahoma State University football thus far. But it, it's a big one. It's Mason Cobb. Not only led the team with 96 tackles, he also was top five in a lot of Big 12 categories, including tackles for loss. He has that, for lack of better comparison, Malcolm Rodriguez, right? And, and Mama Cobb, I know you're going to be watching – uh, Mama Cobb has been on this this ride with, with me since the very beginning. She was one of the top, like, first 10 ever subscribers and followers. So I want to thank you, Mama Cobb and, and Big D Cobb, for raising a phenomenal young man and allowing us all to enjoy his presence in Stillwater, Oklahoma, even if it was not quite enough. So thank you, guys, and thank you, Mason Cobb, for what you did come to Oklahoma State and deliver for us. Wherever you go, you're going to be massively successful. We all know that we're probably going to be watching you in the NFL, which is why this one hurts, right? We're not going to sit here and say otherwise. Everybody expected maybe like the Spencer Domino to fall. Not this one. I don't think this is something that anybody anticipated coming. But, okay, so can this be somewhat of a bright side? Maybe bright side is not the right terminology. It, It could be something that's not necessarily all bad, right? So after we just offered a Tulsa transfer linebacker, Justin Wright, somebody that can fill that gap very, very, very well. And then if you also stick in Tulsa, uh, you got the big old six foot four, 290 pound Goodlow, who kind of plays that, that stand up defensive end. And if we could get Anthony Goodlow and Justin Wright, we would be fine. Are they Mason Cobb? Probably not. But you know, Goodlow could be um, a Trace Ford type, right? He he really has that kind of almost pedigree, I guess you could say, uh, uh, from from what it appears. And, you know, again, replacing Cobb, it's hard. It's real hard. But we do have a lot of confidence in Nicholas Martin, which is why he played a, a decent amount. Hopefully we can get somebody like Lamont Mitchell back. And this puts a little bit more onus on maybe an Xavier Benson, <clears throat> he's got it all, Xavier Benson. It's just sometimes I, 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 I see on film that it's fair to question whether he's given it his all 24 set. That's my only complaint with Xavier Benson. By all means, brother man, come back another year. Prove to everybody that 
There's a reason you started as a freshman at Texas Tech. Skills, not an issue. But track didn't, tracking down things 24-7, making quick decisions, going you know, all out on a blitz immediately instead of you know, taking a little bit of time to get through the line. Things of that nature. It would be great if you come back. But if we can get Justin right, if we can get Anthony Goodlow, I think that's something that plugs that hole a decent amount. <clears throat> but, yeah, Mason Cobb's not, not one – it's not one I saw coming. I really don't think anybody did. I don't think you could have. Seems very happy. But, again, you know, it, it is what it is, and it's not necessarily a terrible thing to see him go. I'll be honest with you. The thing that hurts the most is seeing former or current players on the roster that are, you know, tweeting him and whatnot, saying to them, hey, good luck, go grab that bag, uh, go make your money. You have you have uh, once in a lifetime opportunity, so it almost hurts just from a financial perspective because he's earned it. He deserves every penny he's going to get wherever he ends up going, and we'll all watch an amazement. I promise you, we'll still cover Mason Cobb, and if we're blessed enough to have him on the show later on, wherever he goes, or Mama Cobb, or Big Daddy D Cobb, uh, which is his name on Twitter, um, Big D Cobb, yeah. They're just they're great people, and he fits the cowboy culture. He exudes what it means to be a, a cowboy. And to be honest with you, I really thought we would be okay with keeping somebody like a cop because of, like, the Devin Harper effect, because of the Malcolm Rodriguez effect. Amen, Ogmamiga. These guys, you know, they set a precedent. Emmanuel Ogbos had a good career. Vincent Taylor's had a good career. You know, these are guys that, that – that, that show the capability. So we're going to give recruiting its own entire day because it's worth every, every ounce of that. But today I just wanted to focus on, you know, luckily it's only one. And luckily it does look like we have some things in the uh, load up, ready to go, ready to be chambered, ready to be launched. So as long as we can stay that course, um, because the recruiting does look really good. It went from very grim to potentially very, very good very quickly. But, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Losing Mason Cobb, it, it, this hurts way, 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 way more than losing Tanner McAllister. With all due respect, Tanner McAllister. This hurts way, way, way more than losing Jarek Bernard Converse. No disrespect to him. This looks way, 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 way more than losing Drell Jernigan. No offense to him. Cobb was going to be that dude, and he is going to be that dude most likely anywhere he goes. So we're still going to cover him. Um, he'll only have he'll always have some cowboy in him. I know his mom and dad obviously did a phenomenal job raising him. He, he's a very bright young man, and to some degree, you know, you can't fault him because as a dad, right, it, it would be hard to tell my son, like, hey, dad, you know, I can go here and make this amount of money. It's like if you as a parent work – 5, 10, 12, 15 years to acquire that kind of money. What are you going to say? I know what I would say, but, you know, it's different. We, it's just, yeah, right. It's a rough one. Not going to say it, pretend otherwise. So hats off to you, sir, and your parents, because you were raised phenomenal. And, and it was great that you gave us the time that you did uh, to, to show us what you could do on Boone Pickens Stadium Field. Lewis Field. Yeah, it's been an honor, sir. 
and it'll be an honor to continue to cover you. And, and, and again, this is an open invite to uh, the parental units to keep everything high and tight there as well. Love to have you guys on the show. Don't have necessarily to talk about this particular part of the journey yet, but kid deserves every amount of, uh, of FaceTime he can get. So again, thank you all. Thank you, sir. Coverage is not bare. We're going to be fine. We are going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Is it going to be as good? But maybe not. Maybe it's more of a committee approach, right? So linebacker is now a necessity, as is O-line. But we're being pretty aggressive. I think things are looking pretty good. Kendall Daniels is that dude. Colin Clay seems to be very, very bought in. People like Aiden Kelly uh, seem to be bought in. But people forget that Jeff Robertson, Robertson, uh, Robertson sorry, was probably des- designated to be a starter coming into the season, maybe even, uh, even above an Xavier Benson. So if he's healthy, we're pretty confident there, right? We just need a little bit more depth. Justin Wright could provide that. Anthony Goodlow could provide that. That Trace Ford type of, uh, type of guy right there. So, yeah, again, we're going to give it its own day because it deserves it. But we're doing okay. We have one big loss. It's a big one. But I think instead of harping on, you know, whether it, 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 it's just how much it's going to hurt, we should also focus on the fact that we're going to be okay for starters and just be thankful and appreciate for what he did give in Stillwater. He's always going to carry some of those Malcolm Rodriguez comps, wherever, he's go, wherever he goes. And it, it really is a good thing for him to have those comps, right? To be in that breath because Malcolm is proving his salt in the NFL like a bad man with jail. Mason Cobb, sir, thank you for your time. You can do the same. So please jump on the show at some point in time, and we'll talk about anything you want, brother. Anything you want, brother. So, yeah, it's another situation where things are great, but they're not terrible. It's another situation where you got to look inward and see that that's about it, right? That's it. That's all we've had is Mason Cobb. Are there a couple more dominoes to fall? Absolutely. It's part of this wild, wacky transfer market. But, you know, the ones that seem 100% bought into that 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 cowboy culture that exude that on the field, those are the ones that you, you kind of hurt to see go. Like Spencer, if he were to go, it does make some sense. He's been here a long time, put in a lot of effort, put in a lot of work. Clearly, he wants a little bit more freedom. He wants to be able to do a little bit more with his athleticism and his capabilities. He wants to let it rip, and you can't fault him. You can't be mad at him. But Mason Cobb, it does hurt. And it, it, it doesn't exactly make a lot of sense because – he was the leader. He was the captain. He was the focal point. And he produced. So it's a little odd. It's a little odd. Not going to lie. Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see kind of financially what, what, what this whole thing shakes out to. But nonetheless, we as Cowboy fans, we'll be all right. We've got a big game coming up Tuesday in Galgriba, men's basketball, in Sam Houston State. Guys, please, 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 can we pack the game out? Can we pack Galgariba again? Show these kids what it feels like, what it physically feels like to get Galgariba rocking. Because there's not a lot of things in life like it in a sporting event, I promise. Boone Pickens can get crazy. Bedlam last year gave you chills over and over and over. It got louder than it's ever been in the history of that stadium. All facts. But a sold-out, packed-out, crazy Galgariba different experience. It just is a different experience. 
I want to thank everybody that had the opportunity to go check out the Tatum Bell uh, show. That episode was a lot of fun. If you couldn't tell, I was like a kid in a candy store. We have uh, some really big time uh, guests coming on. Um, so I'll start releasing these, these schedules and I'll start doing um, little hint drop type things as well because it's coming together very quickly. And I, I again, appreciate everybody on the ride, especially people like uh, Desiree Ford. And Mama Ruth Cobb, those, those are two that, again, were on within the first five, ten people, 100%. So I hope that you all continue uh, to, to, to you know, watch kind of what I do because from afar, regardless, the Cowboys always going to be there, always going to represent the right way positively and just see how much his career takes off, right? Because to me, it's, it's, it's more about just, all of football, all of college football. Of course, I'm always a state guy, tried and true. But I love and appreciate what these young men put in. I've, I've been there, right? Small level. But nonetheless, it is what it is. Speaking of small level, they don't know it yet. But I'm going to reach out to a few of my uh, college teammates at Friends University. I'm going to have some of them on because there's a fun story. It's not fun for me. But we've got some fun stories about our freshman year up there, as well as what happened right after I left and up and you joined the military. So it can be fun. And I I haven't reached out yet. It's an idea I just had recently. But if we're going to continue to have all these big time O-State guys on, um, I just, you know, I want to spread the love and my appreciation for being able to go to French University and have some uh, – you know, some abilities to, to show what I could do for the future. I'll never forget, you know, going up there and people think because it's a small school that, you know, it, you can't get nowhere. We're walking off the, the field one day after practice coming into the playoffs, and we see New York Giants and Tennessee Titans, uh, and I think Indianapolis Colts. They had reps there, and they were trying out a few of our guys right there on the side of the practice field. Uh, Garrett Labus, phenomenal tight end. Isaiah Pearson. Big time, big time defensive end. Ran the show for most most of his time. Noah Morford, uh, a beast mode middle linebacker that came from K-State. Some of these dudes, Brock Reddy, another Okie that I, I played with, wide, wide receiver from Cleveland, Oklahoma. They went on to do crazy, crazy stuff. So I can't wait to, to get in touch with them again and maybe have some of them on the show because it's a good time, right? Learn a lot. Learn about yourself. Learn a lot about life. You're going to learn how to persevere at times. And I will say that sometimes if you don't do it for love and passion and the right reasons, maybe it's not for you at, at that particular time. Like I'll tell you, when I got into to playing college ball, I wasn't mentally mature enough to do everything I was supposed to do 24-7. It is what it is. But opportunities, opportunities, and learning that, that amount of skill level, um, it, it takes a lot. <clears throat> and before we do skedaddle on out here, after this Sunday, um, not too too bad, Sunday, fun day, not so fun day type of show, right? I do want to give a shout-out to <clears throat> women's basketball. Sorry, I'm trying to take a little swig, a little hot cocoa here. All right. <clears throat> so, in women's basketball, we took on North Texas. It was a good time to rebound because we played a very, very, very good game against an undefeated Florida State, took them out. Played a very good game against a scrappy Harvard squad, put them out. 
Made a very, very good game, very tight all the way to the end against another undefeated Purdue team, and we, we just barely didn't quite get that one done. So we have somewhat of a get-right game against North Texas, and we absolutely do that. Just a hair of beating them by 20 uh, with the final score being 82-64. to 64. So they put on a good performance. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. i got to give a shout-out. If y'all don't know, her dad was on the Final Four squad with Brian Reeves, Randy Rutherford, and all them. Taylor Collins ties the school record with 23 rebounds. She also chipped in 12 points. Uh, Leor Garzon tra- transferred from Israel, from v- Villanova. She proved, that, again, she can stroke it, stroke it, stroke it from the outside. Guys, our women's basketball team is going to be fun. They were picked in ninth place, second to last in the entire conference. And they're proving right now that, again, kind of like my comparison uh, earlier on the season, weeks ago, like the Mel Tucker style. Mel Tucker had one year recruiting classes. It all just kind of fit. It matched. It got put together very well last season. I see a lot of that with J.C. Hoyt and women's basketball. So we're not going to finish ninth in the conference. No way. Mark it down. Write it down. If you're going to put the over on that, whatever their win total is, put the over. I guarantee it. Hit the over on it. They're going to finish in the top half of the Big 12. They're just too – they're held too accountable not to. Men's basketball played a good game against an undefeated number eight in America, nine and oh, UConn squad now. Played well, can't get in that much foul trouble when you got scholarship limitations over some NCAA horse manure, and you can't rotate your bench over and over and over when you're getting in foul trouble because, again, the NCAA horse manure. Men's basketball got a bad end of the stick, and we're trying to make the best of it. I think we're doing okay. We're going to give a little bit of a leash to Boynton because he handles things phenomenally, represents the university phenomenally. But J.C. Hoyt's got something cooking in the kitchen and hot oil, y'all, when it comes to women's Oklahoma State basketball. we got baseball about to come around the corner. We talked about some names the other day. That looks pretty good. Women's softball is a must-watch. Oklahoma State women's softball is a must-watch. Just like Al Graba, packed out, sold out. Hear me out, please, y'all gotta show up for women's softball it's crazy it's absolutely insane we beat the bama softball for the big 12 title last season we're on a mission to do more and what else can you do you can make a deep run you can go to the national title game we have the ability we have the skill we have the coaching and we know it things are gonna look up this is gonna be fun zane flores got nebraska uh high school player of the year and he set the high school Nebraska record with almost 10,000 yards, y'all. Passing. We're fine at QB. Let him let him push Garrett Rangel and Gunnar Gunny and learn the offense a little bit better. Let Garrett Rangel put on 10 pounds, 12 pounds, 15 pounds. Let Gunnar Gundy improve his 40 time by another, you know, tenth of a second or, or, or two. It's all possible. It's all doable. So we're going to be fine. Mason Cobb, we love you, sir. We always will, no matter where you do and where you go, um, as long as you don't go to Norman, right? Then, then you know, we will all cry a sigh of, oh, my Lanta, what are we doing here, guy? But, yeah, I, you know, women's basketball, you know, they're, 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 they're looking pretty salty. And due to all the seniority, they've got some depth. They're going to be fun to watch. They're obviously a scrappy bunch that has no problem putting points on the board. Bright side of men's basketball. We're struggling out the gate. You're going to say that. It's a fact. 
but you see the flashes of brilliance. It's not good enough. We all know that. Mike Boynton knows that. The team knows that. It's not good enough yet, but you see the pieces of it could be. It can be. So will it be? Because it should be. Mason Cobb is what it is. We'll have a couple more dominoes fall probably tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday, um, we've, we've got some things cooking, so I'll make some announcements here pretty quick. Thursday, we've got a big-time show. I think I can go ahead and throw it out there. We're going to have Oklahoma State safety, Lyric Rolls, on the show this coming Thursday. Uh, listen in, tune in for the announcements on Tuesday as well. But, yeah, there's 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 a lot of cool stuff going. And the bowl game, you know, it, it's not bad. It's a really good matchup against Wisconsin. Right? Let's think about it. Wisconsin, historically, is a very good ball club. They have a good brand. So this is yet another opportunity, especially the big bad beast of the Big Ten, to go answer something, to go put something down on them, to let people know that next season, Covered a Bear, we're going to be fine. Let's go put an ever-loving smackdown on Wisconsin. I don't care what bowl it is. A bowl is more games. It's more reps. It's much, 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 much better for the youth on the squad to get this extra time. I have an extra spring in. And a good matchup. And it's good for the brand. we got to do some things. We've got to show up. But, guys, there's some really good news coming down the lines. Stay tuned for all of it because it's awesome. We're in good hands. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. This bowl, the guaranteed rate bowl against Wisconsin, is going to do good things for us. We just got to take care of business. We got to make a statement, right? You remember Notre Dame? We didn't capitalize. This is a a time we can get eight wins, which is respectable. Not good enough, but respectable. We can do that against a good Wisconsin club who some people nationally might say has a little bit bigger brand than us. So once again, again, it's an opportunity. I am so excited. I cannot wait to, to just, again, let's go answer with a massive paddle exclamation stick. Show people nationally that the Big Ten ain't got nothing on us because we're the deepest league in America and we battle each other so incredibly well. It Honestly, good job, K-State. My preseason pick, O-State, K-State. K-State ended up holding up there in the bargain. So thank you for making me look half good, right? Get half of that, right? But we needed TCU to win, guys. We really did. We needed somebody to get in and bust that ceiling. So congrats to K-State. But honestly, I'll say it like it is. It sucks for the Big 12. It sucks, sucks, sucks for the Big 12 because they look for a reason not to have a Big 12 team in. They bumped them up to three, just kind of like a ha-ha-ha. Here you are. We're giving you what everybody's asking for. Now it's your job to keep it or screw it up. And we screwed it up again. We screwed the pooch again as a conference. It's great that we're that that solid, that rock steady, that deep, that we can hurt each other every week. It's great to be built up. We're going to be ready for bowl games. Ain't nobody going to be touching us. But is it good for the conference? I mean, this 12-team playoff will help a lot. But to me, I, like Gundy, Prefer the 14. I think it makes the season far more impactful. And the, the, the margin for error is much more slim. But the Big 12, we keep getting to that doorstep like we did last year. We screwed the pooch against Baylor in the Big 12 title game last year. TCU, same thing this year. 
Are we good enough, K-State and TCU, to be in the Final Four? Heck yes. Will we create a little bit of havoc and some, some controversy and some issues? Heck yes. People are, are laying down, waiting on this 12-team playoff, which I agree is going to be good for us. But doesn't it diminish something along the way? This bowl game is going to be fun. Bowl game is going to be big. This bowl game needs to mean something. I think that it will. I think we show up and we show out and we do what we're supposed to. So God bless you, Mason Cobb, and your family. You're amazing. You'll do amazing things. We'll see you in the league. And no matter where you go and what you do, we'll be able to say, hey, hey, he learned the ropes in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And I know him and his family will back that to the end of time. Because they believe a little bit of words, and they always will. So thank you again, Mama Cobb and Papa Cobb and Mason Cobb for your time in Stillwater. It was amazing. It was impactful. And it will set a good precedence. Not for the transfer market. Right? That sucks. No way around it. Didn't see it coming. Not on the defensive side. But Malcolm Rodriguez proved you can do it. Devin Harper proved you can do it. Mason Cobb proved you can do it. Kendall Daniels has proven you can do it. Colby Harville Pill proved you could do it. Christian Holmes proven you can do it. Jabbar Muhammad's going to be fine. Corey Black's going to be great. The backups behind them, the Cam Smiths, the Lyric Rawls, who are about to have a show, the Ollie Gordons, Garrett Rangel, Zane Flores, Jaden Nixon. We're going to be fine. Cobb Hurts, love you, bud. But we'll be all right. Get pumped up for all this stuff, guys. Every sport on campus matters more to us than it does 95% of the fan bases. I want you to jump in the comments right now. Help me, help you, help me, help each other. Jump in the comments right now let me know. I think, I, I, I think we'll be okay. But until tomorrow, and hopefully my ailment, um, it's, it's crazy how you can go through a bunch of stuff in life as, as a grown dude, but something that'll, that'll put you down for hours covering your face in ice is a, is a dang old bum tooth. So I'll get it squared away, but appreciate you guys bearing in with me here. We're fine. Mason Gob, love you, bud. There's a couple more dominoes to fall. But we're going to have just as many, if not more, positives coming down. Unlike last year. Last year we lost so many offensive linemen. We were like, what is happening? I think this year's going to be fun. We're going to turn this thing around and flip it on its head and surprise the absolute tar out of people. It's our first one, Mason Cobb, our first transfer we're losing. First one. Don't think there's going to be all that many. It's not going to be like a mass exodus on the O-line like last year. Got to get rid of Dickie, though. Please, somebody hear me. Some, somebody please help me. Magandu, love you too, bud. But it's just not working out. Other than those two, the news that we got coming, I promise you, I promise you, you're going to love it. If it all happens right, we're fine. We're more than fine, more than fine. So stay tuned for what we got coming. You know, as always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And we will do this again tomorrow, guys. Doing okay. We're doing okay. All right, y'all. Laters.